We have Tiffany. You want to introduce yourself? Hey, what's up? I'm Tiffany. And then we have Ricky. Hello. And we're gonna do talking about makeup. We are, yeah. We're gonna aren't, aren't feel a little pretty to today. Aren't you supposed to be running this show? You're still the host, baby. Oh. <laughs> I meant to change that. Yeah, and you got oh, your voice back, so. I know that's horrible. <laughs> Sucker. Yep. So yeah. Um, All right. What's our first topic that we're gonna go over today? Makeup. So we're yeah. So we're makeup, gonna right? Start off with like the regular stuff, like the regulations and stuff like that, and then we're gonna get into the fun stuff. Okay, so Ricky knows all about regulations for makeup, right? Sort of. I watched people who talk about bad regulations with makeup. Okay, so what are <laughs> the regulations for makeup? I don't specifically know. I watch a lady named Jen Love, and she has talked about how the the FDA doesn't regulate makeup very well okay. at all. Like, Jacqueline Hill, she's very popular. She came out with her own brand, and she produced lipsticks that had fuzzies and, sh- like, shards of metal and glass in them. Ew. That doesn't sound good. No. And I don't think that she's had any consequences, so that's how good the regulations are for makeup. Wow. Now, I remember when you, when we were talking earlier about this, you said something about the uh, European has better regulations? Yes. So... In America, they have, like, different red dyes that are not acceptable, but in the EU, it's been, they've been deemed acceptable, and I guess they keep up on the regulations more. Okay. So, like, ColourPop, when they create palettes, they'll put on the back little asterisks showing that they're not eye-safe, which doesn't really make sense for eyeshadow palettes, and a lot of brands try and get around that by calling them color palettes when they advertise them as eyeshadow palettes. So they will put the little asterisks on the back for glitter and for different red shades. That's kind of interesting. I've never, so never those knew are, that. Those are generally <laughs> bad to use on your eyes. Glitter is supposed to be very bad on your eyes. Well, yeah. Cause, I mean, anytime you get glitter in your eye, that hurts. Yeah, it can also really damage your eyes and blind you. Right. So Hashtag wearing all shimmers today. Well, there's a difference between shimmer and glitter. Like, it's an actual glitter I'm... particle, so. Is there, though? Yeah, is there? I have no clue. What's the difference between glitter and shimmer? Smaller particles? I'm guessing smaller particles. Well, not all in shimmers the... have glittery faces. Like, there are satiny shimmers. Okay. And just plain metallics don't have the the shiny, glittery particles in them either. I don't know how much safer the shimmers are that do you have the sparkles in them in comparison to the glitter. Hmm. I think it's always a risk if you're going to put anything on your face. You should just probably avoid putting it in your eye if you can at all avoid that. I mean, right, so. <laughs> how, do they test this stuff? Yeah, there's testing for it. Well, it's created in a lab and they're supposed to be quality controlled, but... But they really don't do quality? Well, see, it's it's regulated like... The FDA regulates, like, supplements. So supplements are different than vitamins in that they get around a lot of the testing. So makeup lives in that gray area of the FDA where they get away with some things just because they don't really know better and they're not advertising it as healthy or this or that. So, And depending on where it's produced, they can get around what is and isn't deemed safe because there's a lot of things that we allow in food and makeup here in America that Europe, Russia, India, all those places have said, nope, absolutely not. That is not safe for consumption. Don't do that. And we're over here like, eh, but did we die? I don't remember (laughs) what country it is, but I've heard that they would call our bread dessert because it has so much sugar in it. Literally anywhere else. Literally anywhere else. We'll call our bread dessert bread because of how much sugar we have inside of it. That's wow. pretty crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> I didn't realize that there was so much. Like, can you imagine glass in your lipstick? I I actually can because I've had some really bad lipsticks. I I remember something saying there were like fish scales in lipstick too, right? I have not heard that. That's yeah, gross. but they use that as uh, a color. It like beetle well, shells, like carmine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. Carmine's basically beetle blood, right? Or is that the shell? It's the carcass. It's the shell to it. Yeah. It's, it's their exoskeleton. It's used for, for coloration in your lipsticks and your powders. Okay. So do they still test on animals? Yes. Yeah, so a lot of brands will say that they don't. They are cru- cruelty-free or vegan-free, but a lot of companies will not hand their testing over to a third party. 
or they will say that a certain line that they produce is cool is cruelty free and i've found that those lines are what are produced in america but they get around a lot of that by producing a lot of things in china where their laws are a little bit more lax on what they can and can't do to animals so makeup's allowed to lie to you yeah pretty much lie through omission and just blatant lie I mean, a lot of things do that, but it is something that's coming more to light in makeup as as people are getting more into it, especially with the pandemic. A lot of people got into it as a sense of creation, a sense of art as people got into it because we were trapped inside. So who cares if I look stupid with my graphic (laughs) eyeliner? (laughs) Because nobody's going to see it. So we got into it a little bit more. That's when I decided to start playing with lipstick. It's like, I can just mess around with this and I don't have to go out in public and have it seen. Yeah. Right. So if you I guess a, that's the best time, right? I, yeah. Yep. If you have a bad reaction to something or it just looks stupid, you don't have to worry about it. That's so true. now I don't normally wear <laughs> makeup. Barry has outed me out on the on the chiropractor show that I've worn lipstick. So because we do it at game night here. Um, have you guys gotten any rashes from makeup? Oh, we'll, go, we'll start with Tiffany. Um, I don't think I've ever had a reaction to makeup itself. Um, moisturizers, yes, but not makeup itself. But I don't use a lot of um, full face products, so I don't use a lot of foundation or anything. I haven't at least in the last better part of a decade um, since I left high school, so I haven't had any reactions. However, certain um eyeshadows as they drip through the day and get into my eyes they cause more irritation than some others okay ricky have you more recently i tried a palette from anastasia beverly hills called the nouveau palette and i'm not sure which shade it was but it was either like their pinky shades or a very shimmery uh shade that they had that was like i think it had like pink and blue sparkles in it and I was getting eye irritation from that. I otherwise don't normally have issues with makeup. The only other time that I had an issue was I used to have two makeup bags. One was the products that I used all the time. And then the other bag was just other stuff that I had and occasionally would use. Turns out it's a bad idea to put your eyeliner away for six months and then decide to try and use it again. I ended up with this dye. Oh, that's yeah. not good. Rebecca, have you had any... I really haven't had much reaction. Um, unfortunately, I don't wear a lot of mascara anyways because I itch my eyes a lot all the time. <laughs> so I don't even bother with it sometimes. So, But I use like foundation and eyeshadow and stuff and I've never had a bad reaction. So Okay. Hey, Mikey, have you had a bad reaction with eyeshadow or anything like that? I've never used it. What? Well, there's your animal <laughs> testing right there. I, I think it's stupid to test on animals. There are so many willing humans that if you just throw $20 their way, they'll happily let you inject <laughs> them, take anything, wear something. I think it's silly. I yeah. see that joking on movies. Does that actually really happen? I don't know if that really happens. I mean, do you, can you do like, like People a getting paid for drug trials? Absolutely. Well, not just drug trials, makeup trials. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Really? I've never heard yeah. of makeup trials, but I, I mean, if somebody said, hey, we'll pay you $100, $200 to... Use you as our test subject. Yeah, sure, I'd do it. Really? Yeah. Even knowing that there's glass and crap and stuff? They don't tell you that before they hand it to you, obviously. Well, I yeah, I mean, still, I know that in the back of my head. So, yeah, that ought to be, ought to be fun. That's why you read the fine print before you buy it. Obviously, the fine print lies. Yeah, they're not... They're, They're not, not required to list their entire ingredients. It's uh, it, because it's not a consumable product like food is. They're not required to list absolutely everything. Even at that, I mean, Coca-Cola has their secrets. They don't want to tell you what their formula is. That so, is true. And you drink that. So what do you think about, you know, that's makeup. So they could blatantly lie to you. Yeah, I All mean, right. anything can. Well, for example... Jacqueline Hill has been saying that she owned her makeup brand, and it's come out through court documents recently from a bankruptcy for Morphe that she is not the CEO. Okay. 
she claimed to be the CEO and saying was saying that it was a small business, a family-run business, and it came out through a bankruptcy with Morphe that she is not. She's not the CEO, never has been. Basically, she's just a face for the brand. Wow. She's not even listed as, like, a creative director. So, yeah, so, yeah they've Damn. been flat-out lying. Wow. That's crazy. I didn't realize. <laughs> that was Morphe? Yep. Damn, has morphine sucks. in it? No, no morphine. morphine. It's the, oh. it's the brand. I was going to say, can I, I'll, I'll take that. They recently had a bankruptcy, and uh, her, it was found out that her brand was owned by Morphe, and she'd claimed to be the CEO, and they went through a list of who all had been involved in the company, like CEO, creative director, things like that, and she's not listed in there Ooh. as being CEO or any of this. That's, that's crazy. I mean, you just basically just could lie to anybody yeah, and be done. I mean, I, I don't think that it's 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 not ethical, and I don't think they recommend it, but who's doing anything about it? Well, yeah, and if the FDA is like, eh, yeah, they, I don't care. Yeah, they, they live in a gray area for the FDA, so it's it's kind of like, it's just what's ethical and what they're pre- what they're presenting to the public, and because there are so many large umbrella companies that have all these little tiny companies underneath them, it's kind of hard to um, really pin down who's responsible for what on what brands. Because uh, I mean, I, did did you guys know that uh, Elizabeth Arden is the parent company for Revlon? Revlon is not its own parent company; it's under another company. Really? I think yes. I knew that, but I'm not 100% sure. But, wow. I, I thought Revlon was, like, their own. I thought they were, like, the huge nope. Revlon and, I, I don't know, what what's the other? Mary Kay is, like, a big one. Yeah, Mary Kay is a problem in and of itself because it's an MLA. MLM. MLM. Yes. Thank you. What's that? Multi-level marketing. It's that pyramid scheme. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is the proper name for it instead of calling it a pyramid scheme, which makes it sound sketchy like it is. Well, yeah, because you get someone to sell it for you, and then mm-hmm. it's, it, yeah. So Those that's, are... that's problematic in and of itself, but Avon is also the same thing. And then... But you get a pink Cadillac from it, right? Only if you can get high enough. Yeah, I know um, Jessica's um, manager person, whatever she's called, she's got like at least two pink vehicles that she's earned. I'm like, that's some crazy stuff right there. Well, she's really good at targeting people who need a community. It's the same it's the yeah. same concept that gangs use and cults use. I actually was technically part of an MLM at one point because they say join the MLM so that you can get discounts on the makeup and you have to officially be an MLM member in order to have that discount, but don't worry, you don't have to sell. You're just my downline. Yeah. <laughs> So, I have a few yeah. people that do that too. I think they just like sign up to sell it, but then they just buy it themselves. Yeah, <laughs> and they meet Which all you're their not like goals. To do. <laughs> yeah, like if you actually read like the contract and everything involved in it, you're not supposed to do that. But they're all like, "Oh, it's okay. People do it all the time." Oh, nice. Hmm. Well, I guess if you have like five or six people under there that are just buying it themselves, and I know you buy a lot of makeup. Yeah. So you you kind of keep everybody at game at the game table like supplied with makeup. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so. When it comes to makeup, what is too much makeup, what's not? So if you're going on a date, what is excessive, what's not? I feel like makeup is so subjective that it's whatever you feel most comfortable in is what's proper. So if you're going a little bit too much, a little bit more than what you would normally go with, that might be excessive for you because it's going to not look all that great if you don't do it normally. You know, like, it's not part of your everyday routine, so it might look not as great as it could look. Yeah, and if you overdo it on, like, that third or fourth date, and then you kind of go back a little bit, they would be like, what? <laughs> well, see, that's, a, from a guy's standpoint, that would be my problem. If I go out on a date with a girl, and then my next date, she looks completely different because of makeup, I guess I would have a problem with that. That's just me. Mikey, what do you think? You're the other guy here. Yeah, I don't have a preference. I don't <laughs> I'm actually care. curious about how you guys felt about it, because I figure that this is a topic of interest for you because you feel like you're being catfished. Kind of, kind of. Yeah. I mean, it, when, you, when you, like, if I, w- if I go to bed with a woman because she wore makeup, and the next morning she wakes up and she doesn't look like the same woman I went to bed with, I mean, that's that could be a problem. And now I get makeup is going to highlight but you should not turn yourself into a different person. I've watched a couple of those, uh, like that 
makeup show that's on TV where they could, I mean, Mystique, all the, all the, you know, movies can really do some crazy uh, makeup. That is special effects makeup, and that is a completely <laughs> different genre than everyday date makeup. I, I watched this girl, it was a video, it was, she was doing a makeup tutorial, and she, I mean, she completely changed her looks. I mean, she looked, she started out and you're like, okay, and then by the time you got on, you're like, this is not the same woman. And I mean, it just, it didn't look right. I Well, a lot of those are doing the extreme and it's not, I mean, it, it, it really is heavily influenced by the societal pressures and what society finds beautiful. So like what would be ideal makeup here in the States is not going to fly in China or in Japan or even in the UK. I mean, if you watch the different different ethnicities and different cultures do makeup and they're like, yeah, I'm going to pretend to be a typical this kind of girl and you're watching them put on makeup and you're like, Jesus Christ. Have you seen those <laughs> pictures where they'll take one woman and they'll have different countries edit the photo to make alter her beautiful her, to make yeah. her beautiful by the standards of that country it's different from country to country and i think makeup heavily is influenced by what is and isn't okay like i know in a lot of asian countries uh color is a really big deal being tan is not desirable yeah like they don't like it the paler you are the prettier you are well and it goes all the way back to egypt and you know they they used to use crazy makeup back in egypt and, you know, the more colorful, and even if it was toxic, they didn't care because it made them pretty. Yeah, like when we were gaming, one of the guys was like, so you're going to wear the makeup even though you know it's toxic? And I'm like, that's gaming. We didn't know it was toxic. Right. They didn't know it was toxic. So yeah, I'm going to wear makeup. Yeah, I mean, Queen Elizabeth was famous for hating her complexion and wearing a lot of the pasty face powder that was lead-based. I mean, it was, it was all lead-based, and they used charcoal for their eyes, for like their eyeliner. I didn't know that that wasn't good for you. She didn't know that that was, you know, in fact, not helping her complexion and well, her skin texture. Of course. How do you know the, the, the fragments of glass and the lipstick aren't actually helping? I mean. It's like microblading. Just take the right. needles and run them over your skin, create little punctures. It'll make your skin heal and make your skin look prettier. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, pass. Maybe that was what Jaclyn Hill was after. I mean, we're just micro needling your lips. That's yeah. I mean, or maybe she hate men and she wanted to go around kissing men and and you know cutting their lips up. Maybe. I mean, there are easier ways to do that. That is true. That mm -hmm. is true. Yeah. <laughs> so when we're talking about makeup, what is uh, Tiffany? What's your favorite um, place to highlight? Um, I prefer to highlight my eyes because I have uh, a decent shaped eye. Though trying to wing my eyeliner has forced me to confront how asymmetrical my face is. <laughs> um, in that my wings are, uh, they're not twins and they're not always sisters. Sometimes they're distant cousins, oh, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> so eye shape and face shape will change how you wear makeup too. Oh, absolutely. Um, okay. that's, that's what contouring does. It helps you get that more desirable shape. So if you've got a boxier face you can highlight and contour different places and the way you shape your eyeliner the way you shape your eyeshadow uh, changes the way it looks a little bit okay Ricky, what do you like to highlight i like to do my eye makeup the most so you both are like the eyes yes mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. you both like to wear lipstick too right I think I like lipstick a little bit more than Ricky does. Yeah, I'm trying to get a little bit more into it. I have little patience for having to reapply it. Like if um, I take a drink or I'm a smoker, so if I'm smoking a cigarette, my lipstick comes off. Oh, yeah. I don't want to have to go through the process of reapplying it constantly. Okay, we're we're going to go a little off the rails because uh, I I know a friend of mine, uh, Ricky, your dad, told me the what your perfect shade was, right? How to match your perfect shade. Oh, yeah. Is that true? Or is he bullshitting us? I have not personally tried it, but, like, yes, it is common knowledge that if you... I guess should we... Sh are you yeah, going yeah. to yeah. I'm, I'm going to say it. We're off the rails. I'm going to do it. I'm going to say it. So, they say that your perfect nude 
is the same shade as your nipple. So if you if you get a lipstick that matches the color of your nipple, it should be your perfect nude. So it should look good on your lips, no matter what. Um, I'm really gonna blow Mikey's mind here. Right. Watch, watch. It's also the same color as your asshole. So you could potentially color match your asshole. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Mikey, what do you think about that? So we lost Mikey, so that was easy to do. Now he's picturing every girl in a nude lipstick that he's ever met going, does that match your butthole? Yep, yep. Can you imagine the first girl he gets and she's like, this is my perfect color. He's just going to picture Her other things. Yeah. This this is the only fun thing about doing a podcast is this right here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is how I get my kicks. I mean, as his older sister, it is absolutely positively <laughs> my job to embarrass the crap out of him. Are you crying, Mikey? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Well, Mikey, if it makes you more comfortable, I do not try and shade match my lipstick to my nipples. But I'm also, when I'm wearing lipstick, I'm not going for a no lipstick or like a... a a nude. a nude lipstick it's not typically what i'm after i have never heard that where did he come up with that i don't remember i was circling online for a while it was real big oh, um really <laughs> well yeah because nude lipstick got real big for a hot minute where it was like everybody was producing these big large lines of nude lipsticks mm. <laughs> it came out uh i want to say it was right about the time that rihanna launched fenty um boasting all of those uh color matches for people of darker skin tone and those matching yeah. lipsticks can, can you imagine chris's search engine when he looks that kind of stuff up oh yeah no way yeah <laughs> just imagine what he's being advertised <laughs> <laughs> right we looked up, uh, we noticed that you looked up how to match your asshole to your lips here's a brand that we think you like <laughs> um now you guys watch a lot of the makeup videos a fair amount yeah okay yes. i know ricky does a lot of those um so what's the deal with that love hate in the comments i think it really has to do with how that person is presenting themselves there are a lot of uh people who are doing the tutorials that come out and they don't outright say that we are sponsored by this. They, they'll they say, oh, I got this new palette. Let's go ahead and try something new. And they don't, you know, disclaim that, hey, these guys paid me to do this. Um, so you might not be getting the most accurate tutorial, the most accurate review out of it because they are being paid by that products producer i think a lot of people like to hate watch people but they don't take into consideration the fact that their view their comment it actually is good for the creator whether they hate them or not so you're yeah. just better off not watching bad publicity is still publicity for that person right so if you really hate somebody that you're watching which i don't understand why you're hate watching them anyway but if you're gonna do that <laughs> you're giving them their you're giving them the view you're giving them your time and you commenting, leaving all of your hate comments, just boost them in the algorithm so that they'll get more views and be more seen. Yeah. See, I don't hate, I don't hate, I don't put any hate comments out there. But I when I start to see them, man, it's, it's, it's some good, good entertainment for a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like beauty is like one of the ugliest industries. And I think that that reflects in the comments of videos when you yeah. watch it. Oh, That's a good absolutely. point. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it gets, they tear people apart and it's just. It, it it blows my mind when the comments are geared towards the products that they're showing. And it's like, just because you don't, you know, match that person's shade doesn't mean that that product is garbage just because it didn't work for you. Because there's a lot of people that'll go in and be like, I tried this product and it's garbage. And why would you ever promote this? And how can you work with that? And blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, we all have different skin types. We all have different skin tones. What works for some people don't work. For others, what works for me is not always going to work for Ricky, and what works for Rebecca isn't always going to work for me. Right. We, I mean, we are three ladies sitting here with very different complexions. Mm -hmm. Well, and you guys <laughs> um, do different, like, I, I think Rebecca doesn't get put on a lot of makeup. She, you know, she puts on, I, I think she's kind of more minimal yeah. makeup. I work well, from home, so I just, like, 
all I do really is like foundation and maybe a little eyeshadow. Right. And that's about it. I feel, <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like when you do makeup, it's primarily about your base, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Correcting your skin tone. Right. Yeah. Because I'm and, so pale. <laughs> and for me, I don't, I just don't do it because I don't want to put my time and money into matching up foundation and powders and concealers. Yeah. I'd rather just put my money into things like eyeshadow. That's actually a good point. Well, see, and I know both both uh, Tiffany and Ricky, you guys like bright colors. So, yeah. I mean, you guys are, I've seen, I think, pretty much every color between you guys. And then you guys also do that arm test. I, I don't know how many times I've seen you guys <laughs> walking around game night with, like, 15 colors on your arm. It's called swatching. That's swatching. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. called swatching, right? You take the colors and you put them on your arm so you see how they look on your skin tone mm-hmm. um, and how they build up, how the how the formula feels because every product is different um, depending on if you're using a cream base, a powder base, a pressed powder, a loose powder. It all applies differently. How are you supposed to know this getting into the makeup? I mean, Mikey, can you, can you imagine that this is... You're you're getting ready for the morning, and you're you're figuring out what kind of makeup to use. I could not, no, no. Jeez, that's kind of crazy. So, I mean, so what? Which ones? I guess which one's better? It's a matter of doesn't matter. It, yeah, it it doesn't really matter. It it really depends on what your skin type is. I have a drier skin type, so anything that's a little bit more moisturizing. Um, works a little bit better. Uh, I know in the summers I lean towards um, the powders because they dry up moisture a little bit better so it doesn't drip as I sweat or anything. And I know Ricky's got uh, a combination uh, skin type, so what works for her doesn't necessarily work great for me having drier skin than she does. I really can't contribute much to the complexion conversation just because I decided back in high school that I didn't want to do that. Um, personally, <laughs> it just, I feel like it clogs up my pores more. So I'd rather just put my time into make sure, making sure that my face is clean and moisturized and as good a condition that it can be. Yeah. And if I'm covering up breakouts, I feel like it's just aggravating the issue if I put makeup on top of it. So I just enjoy doing my eye makeup. And really, I've always been most interested in doing my eye makeup. Yeah, That's why I don't have any on right now. I'm trying to give my skin a break. <laughs> when I do wear concealer or like a color corrector, it's typically to cover up under eye circles. Yeah. Okay. But that's, that's about as far as I go with it. Yeah, that's what I've leaned towards since uh, since I've gotten out of high school. I've stopped using a lot of foundations. I go in with a moisturizing primer um, that's also a color corrector. You actually gave it to me. It's that green primer. Okay. Um, it works fabulously for me since I have that natural rosacea, which is that reddening of the skin naturally. So I don't need blush because my skin right in the blush area is already really red. Um, so going in with a green color corrector um, really mutes that out so that I don't look like I've just run a marathon. Oh. <laughs> okay. Hmm. So I guess that's why all the comments, because the comments on some of these videos are... I want I I want to say mean, but it goes way beyond. I guess mean. I'm curious what videos you're talking about. It was someone that, uh, and I don't I I'd have to pull up the video, but it was uh, she was uh, sitting down. She said, "Okay, I'm going to do you know I'm going to do a foundation." She was doing some kind of blending, and that she was blending down her neck a little bit, which yes, you could she absolutely was, do that. Well, that and that was what sparked the big debate: is why are you ma- putting makeup on your neck and all this? And uh, I mean, they got like they called her a chicken neck. They they were just called they just called her names. Some people are just terrible. Like uh, even very small channels, like they've got five thousand subscribers or under, they'll pick on people for they don't like their nails. Like you didn't do anything with your nails, so you're terrible. Like, how could you come on here showing your hands and not have your nails done? <laughs> or they don't like the brushes that they use. So, like, why would you use that weird brush? Like, I know both Ricky and I have Harry Potter brushes. And if we were to film a tutorial with those brushes, we would get absolutely roasted in the comments because of J.K. Rowling and everything oh, yeah. that surrounds that. So oh, you've okay. got to think about 
not only the products that you're showing, but the products you're using to apply the products, where your beauty blender comes from, and all of that. It's it's ridiculous, and anybody can pick something apart if they choose. If you wake up and choose hate and choose violence, then you'll find something to hate and be violent about. I agree. Now, and the comments go back and forth. I mean, there's a lot of people that go defending them, and I mean, they get very personal. I've watched... Like, some of them will go back and forth, and they both have their beauty, you know, channel that they're doing. And they're like, I saw your beauty channel, you know. And they say, I can't believe you you, you don't do anything with that hairline of yours. And, I mean, they just, like, brutally. Yeah, attack. people can be vicious. Wow. I, I think I spent, like, three or four hours one night just going through the comments. I'm like, are you kidding me? It was great. I mean, it was great entertainment. I mean, I wanted popcorn and, and just sit back and, and just watch it. Mike, you don't watch makeup tutorials? A, no. B, why? Uh, I'm curious. Just, do you sit around and watch people play video games? Yes. yes. I am the type right. of person See, that does that. Same, same. It's kind of the same. Same, same. I was giving yeah. one of my cousins crap for it because he was talking about watching people play video games on Twitch. And I'm like, you sit around watching people play video games? And he's like, well... Don't you sit around watching people put makeup on? Isn't it kind of the same? And I was yeah. like, you got me. All right. <laughs> to shame on Yeah, they, they do how to put you in your place. <laughs> yeah, you sure did. So, yeah, I mean, each, each, each of us have our little thing that we like, and we put a lot of time and effort into it. I knew I was coming to do a makeup show, so I don't like to do anything that I'm not informed on. So I did a lot of research. No, I did not do the whole what Mel Gibson put on, you know, pantyhose or you didn't any pretty of that. woman it? No, I did not no. pretty woman it. Oh. Um I, a nobody wants me to pretty woman it. I I yeah. wouldn't know how to put makeup on if if I was watching a tutorial, let's I, be honest. I don't know. I think that there is an old photo somewhere of a Halloween that you are done up to the nines. There is no evidence of that photo. I think that evidence is destroyed and I didn't do my makeup. Can you find such photo? I'm not sure. I'd have to look through a bunch of different uh, albums, and I'd have uh, to get my hands on them. Uh, I know Mikey okay. would love to not have this evidence exist, but I have evidence of Mikey with eyeliner on. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But talking about eyeliner reminded me, I actually do have a reaction to liquid eyeliner. There's something in it. My eye is watered. I start like coughing really bad whenever Ooh. I try and use liquid eyeliner, so I can't wear it. Yeah, wow. Yeah, unless there's something in that formula that just doesn't agree with your... It's like See, every every liquid eyeliner I've ever tried, I have issues with. See, and that, that's where I think the love hate. So some people might be like, I like the, the powder kind, I hate the liquid kind, and the liquid kind is crap, and they just like... I don't know those. I thought a lot of the communities I'm normally looking at were kind of rough. The makeup community, whoa. Yeah. Have you tried any of the uh, water-activated liners? Uh, do you mean like a gel eyeliner? Yeah. I can use like a potted gel eyeliner. Okay. My sister-in-law gave me one of those. So yeah, I can use a gel, a potted gel eyeliner, but the liquid eyeliners, there's something about it that I can't. Okay. My, I, it just, have I you must have like an, an allergy to it. I don't know. Have you ever heard of the like the permanent makeup, getting any of that done? Tattooed? Oh my God, absolutely not. I don't no. want a needle against my eyes. No. I yeah, absolutely that's do. That's like yeah. scary. No, like, thank you. How do you... Also, oh. it just... Makeup changes uh, the same way fashion does, yeah. in that what was popular <laughs> in the 80s is not going to be popular today. Um, Actually, we're actually circling back to what was popular in the 70s and 80s coming back. Um, is evident in my young child's wardrobe. Uh, a lot more bell bottoms available for yes. <laughs> for my child than I ever thought. I think I think it's great. Um, but like with makeup, the same thing happens. Uh, fads come and go. So tattooing, um, what's popular today is going to look ridiculous in ten years. Right. I've seen a filter <laughs> recently where somebody was changing their makeup to show it was popular throughout the decades and the eyebrows changed completely too oh. so if you had a tattoo on your eyebrows yep what's popular now in 10 years would be completely different then you might absolutely hate the fact that you had that tattoo i yourself. did i did see that i i love that there was and it showed because i and somehow i got down now when i watch youtube videos i go down the rabbit hole and i don't know where i end up sometimes and i watched that video of the face makeup of 
they started, I want to say, in, like, the 1800s, and they, like, mm-hmm. ran all the way up, yeah. and it was just, like, a still of all the way through. Oh, yeah. And you could see eyebrows would raise and lower, and then, like, cheekbones would be highlighted, and then the even the placement where they put the makeup would change over mm-hmm. the time. And then, of course, I went down on the whole dresses and, like, the outfits that they wore, and Oh, my and God, it was that's some of my favorite crazy. stuff to do is the the going through the decades of makeup or hair or dress. Um, but that's that's the part of history that I enjoy. So going back through the, the makeup of the years, um, and we're actually moving back towards the 50s when it comes to makeup, a lot more pinks. Um, and that's where we get that, that cat-winged eyeliner. It comes from the 50s, the 40s and 50s, those silver screen babes. What about the own? red, like the really bright red lipstick? Uh, I think it's about the sixties. Okay, that's about, 60s. about big when uh, Marilyn Monroe was was big into it. So the late fifties, early sixties. I'm visualizing like fifties makeup being like minimal eye shadow. It, and it then is just red yeah. lipstick. Oh yeah, it's very minimal. It's very light colored, but it's that dramatic um, winged liner, uh, a la Audrey Hepburn, um, Joan what Crawford. Is winged liners. Uh, it's where. <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask because I don't know what they're talking I'll have about. To, I'll show you a picture. It's it's well, where you pull your eyeliner off your eye where your um, eye ends and it comes up off. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Where like it it wings here. Oh, okay. I think David Bowie had that in Labyrinth. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's absolutely what his makeup artist was was doing. See, David Bowie wore makeup all the time. Mike. So did Tim Curry. Yeah. Fun fact in uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, Tim Curry did his makeup, his own makeup. He didn't have... He didn't have a makeup person? He did, but they were taking too long, so he decided to do it himself. And that's what we ended up with. Oh, my gosh. Tim Curry is a man. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, Joan Crawford and those eyebrows, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Now, see, that, to me, I like. I like it's it's a very too. classic look from those silver screen hotties. Um, now, someone told me, and I'm not sure if this is true. There's different um, styles of winged makeup, too. Yeah, I like those. Makeup actually followed auto trends. So the curves in the car, women would match the curves in their makeup. Because if you look at a lot of the uh, magazines for cars and motorcycles, there's always those pinup models that are there. They, I was told that they would the plan out their makeup to kind of match the curves of the car. I've never heard of any of that. It could be some <laughs> psychological I, thing yeah. that we're just not aware is part of or uh, it could have, trends. Yeah, but. it could have been a branding thing. That's I don't know the validity yeah. of that, but I, okay. it wouldn't surprise me, I, honestly. I thinking, though, when you guys were talking about how 50s uh, makeup is becoming more popular, I used to enjoy like a really smoky or a very intense eye look, and I have more recently come to prefer more mid-tone eyeshadows on my eyes or pastels or like a it's hard to describe the color it's like a mid-tone color it's like a deeper pastel a brighter pastel i'm enjoying Mm -hmm. that on my eyes and that's just like my personal preference lately it's not even like i'm like oh this is what's in style right now this is what i want to wear it's just that's what i want to wear that's what you like yeah so when did you start doing makeup ricky i'm gonna date you um well, I used to play with my mom's makeup when I was little, get into her blush and stuff. But I was <laughs> when I was allowed to start wearing it was when I was twelve. And about what year was that? Nineteen or no, two thousand two. Yeah, oh, so the wow. bi- so the smoky eye trend. Um, it was the itty bitty eyebrows and the really smoky eyeshadow that was really popular in the two thousands. I'm so glad that I did not wax my eyebrows the way some women did because they talk about it and they're like, I can't grow my eyebrows back. I plucked and waxed them so much that my hair just won't grow back. Yeah, anymore. just look at Paris Hilton's eyebrows from like 2002, yeah. like mm-hmm. like the that's hot era. Um, <laughs> her eyebrows are itty bitty tiny, little pencil thin, and that was what was popular. And now we've we've come back to a more natural, bushier looking eyebrow. Yep. So, like Mikey's eyebrows are in. Yeah, actually, um, it's it's actually very on trend. Yeah. They're, they're a little, little not little ungroomed, but yeah, I was um, gonna say maybe like reshaped a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah women, just, some women right now would love to have his oh, eyebrows. Oh, they would kill for it. They're like just just <laughs> let me like do a little bit of a little bit of plucking and yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit of shaping and like a, a brow powder to fill in some of the 
missing parts because you know your eyebrows are naturally not. Can you, I pluck them, Mikey? You know, would, it, it would figure that he would no, have you may not. with no? Tiffany. Darn, no. With how men are blessed with eyelashes. Oh, God, I like, know. Like, the longest, thickest eyelashes. It would just <sighs> it would just figure that he would have perfect brows. Yeah, have I, you seen his eyelashes, though? Oh, no, his eyelashes are gorgeous. And his, his bone structure is so freaking gorgeous. <laughs> his his skin <laughs> tone is pretty, pretty good, right? <laughs> we might we might be able to get some makeup on him and see what what he would you know, look like. You know, honestly, his his skin is actually really good for a teenager's. Because about fifteen, I was breaking out like holy hell, um, and being postpartum, I'm broken out like holy hell again. He, he has a deer. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to oh, wait for yeah. a moment. Oh yeah, you just can't see it because the microphone's covering my chin. <laughs> yeah, so he, he has a deer in the headlights look right now. He's like, what? You got all those all those pretty shapes from like mom's side of the family. They all they are all that very classically beautiful kind of thing. Air quotes around classically beautiful, you know, all that. With what Audrey Hepburn, Marilyn Monroe, you know, you're don't you're let Tiffany fool con. you. She's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I ended up with a rounder face shape and the the wider eyes from dad's side. <laughs> yeah. I I ended up with the very Spanish. French skin tone and structure. <laughs> I'm like trying to hold my cough down for so that I'm not interrupting you guys. It's all good. Yeah, you're all good. I have the control board so I could do stuff over here. Okay. And I mean Rebecca's got an amazing face shape too. It's very heart shaped. It's it's got that nice tapered is, is that what it is? Is that why yeah. some of the hate comments are because of jealousy? Oh yeah, absolutely. Is well, there duh. a lot of <laughs> a like almost a hundred percent of the time when I go, oh, God, are they really wearing that? It's really just jealousy because I can't pull that off with my body shape, or if they're wearing something like, or, or like, especially when men um, start doing their makeup and they're like flawless, and I'm like, homie. It took me <laughs> right? 18 years to be able to look this good, and you just slap that stuff on, and you look gorgeous, like yeah. drop dead, and I'm over here struggling. Right? See, and, and I think you <laughs> you girls don't wear makeup for us guys. Uh, that Us guys don't care. We know nothing about it. So you guys are wearing makeup for yourself and for other women, and it's the other women that are hating on it. Uh, a guy isn't going to, I mean, unless you put on enough makeup to, uh, you know, come out of a clown car, we don't care. I think some women do wear makeup for for guys or just to be viewed as beautiful by society. But I think if you're able to move past that, then, yeah, you come to a point where you've matured and you just wear it for yourself because you enjoy it. Right, right. Now, now don't get me wrong. I, I don't mind now, and I give Rebecca a lot of crap for. I'm like, okay, you're going. You're, she goes in the bathroom. Five. You tell me when you're five minutes to the door, so I can start getting ready. <laughs> that that's kind of what I tell her. It's not the first time I've said that. Probably won't be the last. But now, as a guy, yeah, I mean, it's nice that your your other half will put on that effort to make herself look really good when you guys go out. That I, I I mean I understand that, but if you if you come out of the bathroom, as long as you don't look like a clown, we don't know what's going on, and we we don't really care. It's your the other women that just are nasty with each other. I mean that's that's fair, but there are a fair amount of men in makeup. I mean makeup originated as a product for men. It was something that most men wore, um, and a lot of it was actually a lot of holy men wore that makeup um, really so yeah like in ancient egypt mm -hmm. um a lot of makeup was worn by the pharaoh by the the head of the church and then as we move into like the 1800s in europe it was those powdered wigs the beauty marks mm -hmm. the overly exaggerated beauty marks <laughs> and the the powdered face uh it was a very man thing to do before they went into congress um, right. and did their whole their whole spiel so i think it's um, well that's back it, when you know the you know presidents or congress would wear those big white wigs yeah. and they would put on that powder makeup yeah so it's it a lot of a lot of stuff that women have taken over is originated as men's products heels mm -hmm. were the same way 
and also makes me think of drag a lot uh, of yeah the, a lot of drag is a lot um, of the popular techniques that women use for their makeup came from drag yeah especially the contouring and changing the shape of your face it's uh men changing the shape of their face to look more feminine um as they do drag and some of don't get me wrong don't don't try to jump into drag makeup right away because some of it is exaggerated and ridiculous uh a la trixie mattel well um, isn't that the crazy. point uh, some of it is, yeah, absolutely. Isn't it partially because it's stage makeup? It, it is partially stage makeup. It has makeup. to be more intense so that from further back into the audience you can see the there, makeup. There is a little bit of that, um, but a lot of a lot of it is based on the drag character itself. So, like, um, I know Trixie Mattel uh, does a lot of overly exaggerated makeup. She is aiming to look like a Barbie doll, hence yeah. Mattel. Oh, okay. Um, but people like uh pheromone or oh gosh brooklyn heights your your beauty queens is what they're calling themselves the ones that just do pageants and lip sync they opt for a more uh glamour look so it is less exaggerated and more i'm doing this to look the fucking best okay I was. I don't wa- watch a whole lot of drag. Like I think you watch drag shows, right? Oh yeah, There's, absolutely. Like, reality shows around uh, it. Yeah, it's, it's RuPaul. Ru- RuPaul's so, Drag Race. I haven't kept up on any of that. I would actually be interested to go watch it because I've learned that a lot of, like I said, makeup techniques and even just cultural references come from drag. So I'm kind of interested, but I don't watch any of it. I just I did go to a drag show once and I was surprised how bold it is in person. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I was very surprised by that. I would have thought that con- the point of contouring would have been to be more subtle. No, to, like, not at a drag show. Not at a drag show. To make you more realistically look like a woman rather than oh, no. like, in it, person seeing it yeah, and being very it, intense. It's, again, really up to the character that they're portraying who their drag persona is right. um, that, that lets them do that. But they've, I mean... Cher and Madonna are, like, two of the major that they they go off of their oh yeah the makeup. They're, they're icons and then um, they also like to go off of their uh their 80s back when like it was a big hair a lot of makeup oh, yes. really that, really that crazy Sarah Fawcett any hair bands that you, said, you can think of you said Sharon Madonna are very popular Sharon Madonna oh, they are gay icons yeah. so they're drag icons I think one yeah. of the the drag woman that I had met was Madonna Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, there's... Whitney Houston. Uh, Derek Berry uh, strictly does an impersonation of Britney Spears. Like, that's his drag is just Britney Spears through through the years. And and it's very, very... I've been it's to convincing. A, I've been to a no. drag show. It's very animated. Oh, very so Very over the top. I mean, you, and, and I, I will tell you, it was it was great. I, I enjoyed it. It was it was it was fun to see. It was it was It's like watching a burlesque show. It's it's over the top and it's entertaining and yeah. it's it that's so the what makeup's it's that way. Yeah. I guess Lincoln used to have like they have their drag shows down there, yeah. but they don't do they still have them? Um I don't know if they're still doing it on the heels of what's happening politically. Oh um, okay, yeah. But Amber wanted to take me to one and she's like she couldn't find it anymore. Uh, <laughs> they they're they're very cool, but they're they have burlesque shows as well, and it's a similar vibe. It's very over the top. It's very lip synky. That's where a lot of drag roots started in the the burlesque era. Those um, would be fun to see. Oh, so fun! And then you've got the element of uh, circus into it as well. Um, one of the the current drag queens, Evie Oddly, uh, she does a lot of circ stuff, and her makeup tends to be a little bit more on the more gruesome, yeah. crazy side. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I've seen some of like the. Um, there are some. I, I don't know what the genre is. It's like the horror makeup. Uh, horror make it, it is horror makeup. That that is the genre, and it is some of my favorite stuff to look at. I mean, they make them look like they actually have scars. And, oh yeah. I mean, and, and they make them like they're aged. Like, like that scar's been uh, there forever. Yeah. So it's oh, wow. it's it's a subset of. It's a weird meshing between beauty makeup and special effects makeup yeah. um, that gives you that horror. What I what I like to watch is the uh, the girls that like to do how the princesses really died. So you've got the like Cinderella looking like she was drowned and her glass slippers stuck in her face. Belle's got her face ripped off like Beast came after her. 
Um, and those are like really fucking cool. Oh, neat. That would be kind of cool. I'm going to have to look that up Oh, now. my God. Special <laughs> effects makeup is so much fun to yeah. see um, and to watch people do. And I think that's what you were, what you see when people are doing that dramatic pulling things out of their nose, pulling the liquid latex off their face. Um, um, the, the ones I saw, it was the uh, historical women. So it showed like a Marilyn Monroe kind of, you know, almost like rotting kind of. Oh, yeah. Um, the the rot makeup that they do is pretty crazy. Oh so. my gosh, it's amazing. There's also a, a modern Marilyn Monroe uh, that's big on TikTok right now that she's actually collecting Marilyn's old stuff and she's very she looks like her. She's she's very similar in shape and and the way she does her makeup and she does talk about a lot of the makeup trends and she buys vintage makeup. So the makeup that was from the early nineteen hundreds, some of it the late 1800s that has lead um, and all that other crap in it yeah absolutely you can find that stuff anywhere why would you want to do that knowing what we know now historical value i don't why, care i why wouldn't you want to check that i mean i wouldn't want to wear it she doesn't wear any of the vintage oh, okay. makeup she just it's interesting to see how they packaged it and how it looks and what what was popular if you buy an old eyeshadow from you know the early 1900s you can see what was popular in colors because okay that's that's what you'd find what kind of brushes they use um and you can actually buy new makeup packaged like it's vintage so you can oh. you can buy the old packaging of stuff but a new product and some of the coolest stuff is is that mascara so we're used to mascara in a tube and what these girls had was this, it was this like canister that they rubbed their brush into so it okay. was it was very it's very cool it's very cool to see that is interesting it yeah. is very cool and they like i said they they buy the vintage stuff to show you what it looked like and what it was and obviously we don't they don't use it because regulations have changed and <laughs> right. you know the materials that we allow and it's okay to put on our faces yeah wow well i've learned a lot about makeup mikey you learn a lot i have okay <laughs> would do you have I, any questions would i ever wear it no why not if you're gonna do drama or art or any of those you or, or be on tv you that's you're gonna wear makeup that is true. A lot of people on TV wear it because those lights and everything shine on your skin, and you use that to keep that, that gloss or that shine down. So makeup, you know, depending on what you're doing, is, is part of part of life. So, All right. Well, thank you guys for, uh, for enlightening us here. I think we learned a lot. Yeah. All thanks right. for having us. Yeah, thanks yeah. for coming on, ladies. All right. I think that's our show. All righty. Bye, everybody. 